the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am in Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Today is Thursday, August the 25th, and we are here to handicap a full slate of MLB action for Friday, August the 26th. Uh, Joining me, first of all, is Mr. Noah Bennett. Noah, how are you doing? Doing pretty well, Malcolm. Um, yesterday, concert, two concerts in the last four days. And today, we're recording this late because I uh, didn't get home in time. I actually dropped my sister off at college today. So, uh, time is flying. Summer is basically gone for the old kids. The young kids probably have another two weeks. <laughs> Dude, ready. Postseason is right around the corner. Let's go. Yeah, it's sneaking up, isn't it? Uh, so you've been a good big brother today, Noah. Oh, you've yeah. been a little brother. No, a big brother. Big brother. You've been a good big brother. What a good man. Uh, and also joining us is the other youngster of the group. It's uh, Mr. Floorider himself, uh, Dylan Rock. How you doing? <laughs> hey, what's going on, boys? Good to be with you. Yeah, down here in Florida for... Next five, six day and joining the sunshine. It I'm telling you, it's hot down here. I, <laughs> I'm 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 used to more like eighty, eighty-five, but ninety-six every day. Oh my god. Yeah. Get used to it if you're going there or I Austin, know. like you I said. Know. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> I gotta get life. used to it. <laughs> I think Flo Rider was my most contemporary reference that I had to hand. Did I nail that, Noah? Yeah, honestly. You kept the little <laughs> concert theme going there. Beautiful. You see, I'm as modern as tomorrow. You people don't understand. Um, so we've already got some uh, we've got some action um, in progress. We've got some day games. Yesterday, me and Moon have uh, cracked on with this early, and we'd had some we'd had some winners already. It's nice when there's day games, and you've had some winners under your belt. There's a little bit more enthusiasm, I think, when we hit the pod, and we've already cashed a few bits. There's a little bit more joie de vivre about everybody. Yesterday, our Matt Manning bets had cashed. Uh, Dylan was on route. He was flying uh, to Florida while bets were cashing. Uh, today, the Tampa Bay Rays have already locked, nailed my lock um, already. Although for some reason, Noah um, took them. Uh, they took the LA Angels. Um, you has been going well lately. To be honest, I, I logged on. Uh, I looked at the box score. I was a bit annoyed because I saw they were five to one down, and I've got them in the, the D-Gens Fantasy League, and. Four of them were unearned runs, so I kind of got the best of both worlds. Um, so yeah, his actual start line was okay. He ended up yeah. with like a 1.5 ERA, even though they got absolutely spanked. So um, that wasn't a problem at all. So no, yeah, going along. You, oh, excuse me, Go real on. quick, uh, Malcolm. Did you uh, hammer his uh, K problem, Noah? Uh, Sandoval did I? Yeah, it was no, that five I, and a half. No, I was more uh, attracted to the outs prop, but I still didn't play that one either. Okay. Um, my my one question, Malcolm, for you 
What mm. word did you say, and what does it mean? Was that genre? Was that? <laughs> well, I'm going to ask Noah, uh, Dylan here, because when I said it, Dylan raised his eyebrows in a very, ooh, kind of way. What I said was, joie de vivre. It's French, joie meaning joie, joy, de, of, vivre, life. So there's more joy of life amongst us. Uh, when I get to the ad read for Babel, <laughs> Later on, the old language app. We'll slip that in again, yeah. I was being continental and exotic, man. <laughs> Two words that I think everyone associates with me uh, when they think of me are continental <laughs> and exotic. We said at the top of the show we weren't going to waffle on for ages, and it's five minutes in, and we haven't even mentioned baseball yet. So, right. <laughs> I said postseason in the first minute. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> right, Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it's get, it's way past my bedtime as well. We're gonna we've got a full game, a uh, full slate tomorrow. Fifteen games. There's three or four of them off the board. Uh, we've got some TBD pictures, but there's at least double figure games that we can fully break down. And like I say, I think I feel everyone's in a good bit of form. There's prop bets are hitting. We've got out. Yeah. We've got first fives. There's a little bit of momentum uh, behind the boys at the minute. So uh, let's crack on with no days. No day baseball tomorrow. Uh, 6.40 Eastern first pitches. The LA Dodgers at the Miami Marlins. Uh, Tyler Anderson, the lefty, is going to be the pitcher for the Dodgers. I've got Braxton Garrett going for the Marlins. Don't know if you have anything else for me at this point on that one. Um, but that is TBD. Uh, that's strictly uh, Braxton Garrett is somebody I've picked up on the sites I use. So we've got no lines on this one. Um, as yet, uh, we throw this across to Dylan first. But um, did you have Braxton Garrett? Do you have any lines or? So I had Garrett in the stuff? beginning, and now I'm seeing Trevor Rogers about. Oh, okay, to right. Start. So no Come real lines. The IL there, if that's true. Yeah, he. I think he is. So I have no real opinion. I'll probably pick the Dodgers. It's not a fun or attractive play, but you can't trust <laughs> the Miami Marlins right now. So. Uh, lean Dodgers heavy or just don't play it. I mean, if this is Garrett or Rogers, it's not a sort of game you want to handicap anyway. We had a we had a lot of these last night. It was Chalk City uh, as our post. We had a, our first minus 400 favourite of the season yesterday that was uh, on the pod with, with Jacob de Grom going. So, yeah, uh, nothing for me on, on Dodgers Marlins. If Trevor Rogers is back, he needs to be a lot better than he was before he went on the IL because they expected fairly decent things of him and he wasn't capable of them. So uh, no Ed Dodgers at Marlins, anything? You know, this is a huge travel spot for the Dodgers. I know you guys hate me saying travel spots and we're already one game in and I'm doing it, but they're going from a home series against the Brewers across the country to Miami against the Marlins. You know, for the heck of it, I know Rodgers has not been in great form even when he was healthy like a couple of weeks ago, but I am not going to be playing the Dodgers here. I don't mind the travel spots. It's the revenge spots I don't like. That's what I, <laughs> I draw the line at the revenge spots, which you're all obsessed with. But, you know, I like your uh, I like your travel spot uh, information. Oh, boys, oh, behave they, yourselves. Moon off. did have an off day today, so Moon turned up in the chat. So everyone on their best behaviour, straighten straighten your ties, everything like that. Uh, teachers here. Uh, next game up is. 7.05 Eastern first pitch. The Cincinnati Reds and the Washington Nationals. Mike Miner, left-handed pitcher, will go for Cincinnati. And Cade Cavalli um, will go for Washington. Uh, we have lines of relatively close. Uh, Cincinnati minus 103. Washington 
minus 117. Totalia is set at nine. Uh, not a very, very inspiring matchup, but someone's going to win it. Uh, we do like throwing our rookie pitchers across to you, Noah. Um, so, Cade Cavalli, what can he do against the Cincinnati Reds? What do you know about him? Yeah, man. First, I just want to say this. This is crazy. Washington's actually favored to win this baseball game. Come on, guys. Give it up for him. Give it up to him. That's a, that's an accomplishment, I think. Um, but, I mean, I think that's partly because on the mound for Cincinnati, it's Mike Miner, uh, one of the worst pitchers this season. He's 2-10, 644 ERA, 59 strikeouts, 29 walks, and 72.2 innings pitched. Um, he has had an ERA. He has not had an ERA under five in his last five starts. So he's just been a train wreck every which way lately. Um, and then also partly because Cade Cavalli is starting here for the Nats. Uh, first round draft selection in 2020 by Washington. He went 22nd overall from the University of Oklahoma. This kid's got a lot of talent, uh, good velocity out of his right arm. Uh, during 2020 in AAA, he is 6-4 and four with a 371 ERA, a 9.6K per nine, 3.6 walk per nine, one. 26 whip uh there's a lot of hype behind this kid and i think the books know he's legit enough to make this washington team a favorite in this game too so that's where i'm gonna be for this game i don't have a ton of confidence because yet again it is the nationals and they're favored not many times am i willing to lay that team minus money but i'm gonna pick the nats here i mean who would washington have to put on the mound for Cincinnati and Mike Miner to be made a favourite. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you could wheel anybody out, like absolutely anybody. Um, so, yeah, well, I've quite enjoyed Washington. They've been relatively profitable for me um, over the last couple of weeks, actually. I've got a couple of run lines uh, where they've been the underdogs taking taking a, a run and a half with them. Um, and they've scored a few more runs. Um, and you just can't back Mike Miner. So if Cavalli does anything near a reasonable job. I think Washington are a relatively good price here. I actually had them written down at minus 120 earlier on. Um, slight movement, minus 117. Be interesting to see what lines uh, Dylan manufactured for this one with Cade Cavalli being a bit of an unknown. Yeah, I actually gave the Nationals the edge and made them a minus 120 favorite. But Malcolm, the Nationals screwed you last time with an over. But let's get him back with this one. Give me the over eight and a half. It's at nine right now. I still like it. I made my line 10.2. So I'm going to fade both pitchers here. Mike Miner, just not a guy I want to back on the road. And the Nationals already spanked him in his first start. And the, the rookie, Cavalli, he's making his first start of his career. So, you know, you know, guys, I, I like to fade guys making their debut. So I also want to add all four games between these two clubs have gone over the number as well. So this game just screams over to me. So eight and a half, nine, whatever you could get, I'm going over. Yeah, I think you were alluding to the fact that I have single-handedly extended Anibal Sanchez's career uh, by <laughs> continually taking him to get smashed, at which point he, t- he listens to the podcast, he takes exception, and he comes out dealing every fifth day now. Uh, so you're welcome, Annabelle, no problem. Uh, 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Philadelphia Phillies, where Bryce Wilson will go for Pittsburgh, and Zach Wheeler's on the hill for the Phillies. The lines are... Got to be further up the page, I reckon. There they are. Uh, Pittsburgh, plus 262. Philadelphia are a very prohibitive, minus 334. Total here is set at eight and a half. Uh, Bryce Wilson is two and seven on the season. 
has a 5.74 ERA. has pitched 78 and one-thirds with 52 strikeouts. Zach Wheeler, 11 and 7, a 3.07 ERA, 138 innings, 148 punches. Um, Wilson has been slightly better recently, um, but, I mean, that's better than the 5.74 ERA. It's, it's not good. It's better than terrible. So he has got a 4.40 ERA in that last five. It's still not good enough, effectively. Um, Zach Wheeler's got a couple of bad starts in his last two, both against the New York Mets, actually. He gave up 10 earned runs and 11 in one third in those two games. Did face Pittsburgh in July, gave up only two runs on just three hits over seven innings. Um, I mentioned on last night's pod that Philly have a really good record against the bad teams. That's kind of kept their season afloat. This is not very um, exotic or um, imaginative pick, but it's going to be Philly on the run line for me. I had this down at minus 135, which was just about acceptable. I'm seeing a minus 150 now, which kind of makes me wince a little bit. So uh, we'll see where the numbers go in the morning. But I couldn't I couldn't get anything else on this one. Dylan, uh, what did you make of it? Yeah, same play. I got it at minus 135 as well. I see minus 140s out there. So do shop around. Not an interesting play, but I think Noah said it perfectly a few episodes ago. Bryce Wilson, he's just an automatic fade at this point. And so are the Pirates. Zach Wheeler, he's been great at home this season. I think I'll have a back bounce, uh, bounce back start after the Mets were able to get to him last week. So... Phillies, they're they're great against bad teams. Give me um, them on the run line, minus 135. Uh, Noah, team right here? Yeah, team right on the Phillies here. And I will say Wilson's one of my least favorite pitchers on this Pirates team. And Zach Wheeler, he has five career starts against Pittsburgh. 3-0 with a 230 ERA, 34 strikeouts. Um, So he has just historically done pretty well against Pittsburgh, uh, against the in-state rival here. Oh, I'm trying to think of worst pitcher on the uh, on the Pirates staff. Um, that's not an enviable job, uh, Noah. Next is a 7.07 Eastern first pitch, the LA Angels at the Toronto Blue Jays. Left-handed pitcher Reed Detmers goes for the LA Angels and uh, newly acquired Mitch White will go for the Toronto Blue Jays. Lines on this one. Uh, LA Angels plus 150, Toronto minus 177, total is set at eight and a half. Um, Dylan, uh, Reed Detmers, we're kind of fans of him here on the pod. I know Noah's a big fan of him. Do you think he's got a chance tomorrow? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, I only made the Blue Jays a minus 160 favorite. So if we could get up 10 more cents, I would take a shot with the Angels here. But I'm going to attack an under eight and a half here. I don't trust the Angels and their ability to score runs. They've only scored three runs or more in the one time in the last seven games. So the Blue Jays, they've owned the Angels this season. And Reed Demers, he has been dealing since the early July. He's only allowed more than two runs one time since the beginning of July, and it came in his last start. And the game, all, all of the games have stayed under this number. I, I think with Demers and how he's been d- limiting batters and the Angels struggling to score runs, I think this game screams under. So under eight and a half is going to be the play for me here. Uh, Noah, I saw you nodding along there. Are you in agreement? Yeah, great handicap from Dylan. I'm right there with him. And just more on my guy, Detmers, that one start that he did get blown up, it was by the Detroit Tigers. And what do they do? They can really only just hit left-handed spinners 
that's what they love to hit a little <laughs> bit of a slider or a curveball from a southpaw. And this team, they put up 10 hits on, uh, on that Mercier four runs in 4.1 innings. So that is his only bad start since the beginning of July. So um, I think there could be some value on the angels, but the better play is the under. Well, yeah, if it was any other team, I say, I'm not a big fan of Mitch white. Um, and I would be looking for a, a nice underdog here. If it was any other MLB team except the LA Angels, I'd take Oakland in this spot. I'd take anybody. But I can't take the Angels. I had, I had my little rant about them last night. Um, took Tampa Bay on the run line today um, as my dog, plus 140, already cashed. Uh, I think Lane tailed that one as well in the chat, so well done you. So, yeah, I can't take a side here. Um, I'm not prepared to. And I came down on the under as well. Yeah, I really like that, Miss. Um, the Angels can't hit. So, yeah, um, who's going to score any runs? Answer, no one, and we'll take the under. 7-10 Eastern first pitch is the Tampa Bay Rays against the Boston Red Sox. A TBD pitcher for Tampa Bay. So I've got no lines for this one. Michael Wacker will go for the Boston Red Sox. Um, as I said, no lines. Uh, Noah, did you fetch anything, uh, fetch anything out on this one? I got no lines here, but you know, like you mentioned, it's Waka for Boston, Tampa. They make a little bit of a voyage up the coast from Tampa Bay to the Boston Harbor. And Boston, they're 9-28. and 28 against Even the- I knew that was bad, Noah. And I don't know my American <laughs> accent, but even uh, I clocked. So that I, was I low quality. Best, I tried my best Boston Harbor. <laughs> Boston, uh, Boston Kappa would throttle you if you heard that. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, they're they're nine and twenty eight. This Red Sox team is against AL East opponents. Um, they've also lost their last four or five against in division rivals. Waka, he's eight and one, two twenty eight ERA, six three strikeouts, twenty four walks, and eighty three innings pitched this year. However, in Waka's last two starts versus Baltimore and New York. Yankees, that is. He has not surrendered a single run in 13 points two innings. So he's going very well right now, but this Boston offense is not. Uh, he Waka does have one start against Tampa this year. He went five innings, only gave up three hits, two runs, had three strikeouts, but two walks. Um, really, I, I don't know if this is enough of a handicap to make a pick here. So we really just have to wait for a Tampa Bay pitcher here. Yeah, I've got absolutely nothing on this at all, Dylan. No, nothing for me as well. I do see Yarborough in some spots, so we'll see. He's like he... their go-to. Like we have no clue what the Rays are going to do. Let's just do <laughs> yeah, put Ryan Yarbrough in. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah. He's, but, just a... but nothing. I probably would lean Tampa depending on what they open up as. They've owned the Red Sox this year, and like Noah said, Boston's been playing a bit of bad ball. So maybe lean Rays depending on the price. Uh, fair enough. Uh, all the lines we're giving out here are uh, drawn from WinBet, which is the perfect place uh, to get your baseball bets on at the minute. They have reduced juice um, in MLB games. Uh, so get across to WinBet. You can use the Bet100 to get a $100 free bet over there as well. Casino open with a 24, uh, 24 hours a day with a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 as well. Um, and they released their first quarterback with five touchdown prop bets. Um Dylan, can you remember what the answer was on the uh, on the first touchdown? I, I, I questioned Moonaf on this. What's the answer on the first QB with five touchdowns? Derek Carr, you it, said. It's the right answer, yeah. 
Well done, Dylan. That's uh, Dylan and Moon. I've passed the test. I'll test you tomorrow, uh, Noah, with something. That's um, the incorrect one. The correct one's Tom Brady. He just got back from the mass Singer, and he's ready to throw down. <laughs> Tom Brady. Uh, well, we haven't got time. I heard that was waffle. fake news. Stop waffling. Uh, loads to choose from. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. Um, so they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WY. NNBET to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Uh, odds Trader, a great tool um, for all us DGENs. You can compare odds from all the different books, get the best value for your money, uh, different sign up codes and promos as well. Uh, so you use the right book. And then once you get inside, you've got things like player stats, key game stats, injury reports, predicted weather, and the all-important bet tracker as well. Um, oddstrader.com slash bluewire is the place. Oddstrader is the number one site for all of your game day bets. And it is NFL pool season as well. Uh, you need to get to run your pool. Um, the home of competition, every type of pool from pickems and survivors and fantasy pools and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network have our pool going um, at Run Your Pool, $500 cash and 250 bucks gift certificate. So sign up for that at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. 710 Eastern first pitch is the Colorado Rockies at the New York Mets. Uh, Chad Kuehl will go for Colorado and Chris Bassett uh, will go for the New York Mets. And that if you detected a note of surprise in my voice, that's the first time I've seen Chad Kuehl's name against the Colorado Rockies all day. Um, I'd handicapped Kyle Freeland up until about uh, five seconds ago. Luckily, I am a MLB almanac, so I can tell you that uh, Chad Kuehl this season is six and seven. He has a five sixteen ERA. He's pitched 103 innings with 76 strikeouts. Uh, Chris Bassett is 11 and seven. 326 ERA with 141 innings pitched and 138 strikeouts. Cool uh, struggling and getting worse. Um, his last, well, let's have a look. His last start, he gave up nine earned runs um, at the Padres, gave up five before that against the Dodgers, then three, three and four. So, I mean, a decent start for him is three earned runs in four innings. Um Generally speaking, 6.07 on the road. So this is just horrible, absolutely horrible. Um, just realised I didn't give the lines out here. I mean, we could be touching minus 400 again uh, for the Mets. Colorado plus 285, yeah, Mets minus 345. Total set at eight. Uh, Bassett's been dealing as well. Four and over the 169 in his last five. He's got a 255 home ERA. He's just ticks, uh, ticking... Um, boxes all over the place. Three of his last four starts were scoreless. This just looks a little bit one-sided. Uh, the DeGrom game, um, which is going on Thursday, looks one-sided. This looks exactly the same. The New York Mets run line's a really good bet, you know. Minus 145. Uh, we've talked about unit and a half bets. That looks like finding money in the street to me. Uh, so I'm happy to give out the Mets as a run line. Again, it's not very imaginative, but that looks like a cracking price, you know yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> big fan of how Bassett's really been going throughout the second half. And honestly, he's had a great year uh, for most of this 2022. Um, honestly, 
to me lately when I've been watching Bassett pitch, I kind of see a Corbin Burns without the illegal substance. He's got the pitch mix that Corbin Burns has, the sinker, the cutter, the four seam, a little bit of a uh, curveball that he likes to mix in there. I mean, his slider's wicked as well. Um, Bassett has – he's much better than a four, number four starter on a, on a rotation. Um, this Mets squad is set up to make a long run in the postseason. I love the run line here with the Mets. Uh, we just got some breaking news in the chat box, but I'll bring you that one. Stillin's giving us our handicap on this one. Yeah, I had to address the chat real quick because. Oh, go for it. Yeah, Moonoff is disrespecting my Jets and just talking about <laughs> Zach Wilson and all the picks he's about to throw. But come week two when he gets back, it's gonna be it's gonna be watch out, watch out. But uh, yeah, for for this play, I do agree with the run line, but it's gonna be another underplay for me under a. Um, I only made my line 7.2. The Rockies have the worst record on the road in the MLB. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. I'm, but I'm mainly going under because of how Chris Bass has been in the month of August. He's only allowed two runs in his four starts. In his last six home games that Bassett has started, they have all gone under the total. So I think this this he continues to roll. I think the Rockies continue to struggle away from core. So I like the Mets on the run line. And I also take the under. Yeah, so... In the chat box, is this Zach Wheeler news um, genuine, or is this? Yeah, I mean that's coming from Moonoff. So yeah, I just saw it on Twitter. It's it's real. Okay, it was, yeah, fair enough. So the, honestly, the, the, does that change my opinion? Fading Bryce Wilson? Not really. I think we get a lot of Oh, Lane. <laughs> yeah. So what we've, we've just discovered is that Zach Wheeler's gone on the 15-day IL, having just handicapped him five minutes ago. So the two games I've handicapped so far, I've had an audible Kyle Freeland's disappeared, and now uh, Zach Wheeler's disappeared on me. So why? Uh, I I am the kiss of death so far uh, for these pitchers. So yeah, we let we don't know who'll be stepping up for Philly. Maybe they'll call someone up or go bullpen day or something. Um, eight oh five Eastern first pitches. Noah's Detroit Tigers at the Texas Rangers. Tyler Alexander will go for the Tigers, left-handed pitcher. And Glenn Otto is on the hill for Texas. The lines are Detroit plus 140, Texas minus 166. Total here is set at eight. Tyler Alexander is three and seven on the season uh, with a 4.03 ERA. He's pitched 60 and one-third with 30 strikeouts. Glenn Otto is five and eight, 4.66 on the year, 94 and two-thirds, 71 strikeouts. Uh, Tyler Alexander's been really consistent. Um, doesn't mean he's been good, but he's been steady away. A dead four ERA in his last five starts. He's given up three, three, two, two, and two. Um, he's had two strikeouts already in his last three starts. So you pretty much know what you're going to get from him. He has been ever so slightly worse on the road, but I think that's more circumstantial. I think that's generally when he was pitching worse. Um, Glenn Otto has been all right in his last three starts. He's only given up three earned runs um, in 16 and two-third frames in that period. He has been a lot worse at home, though. Um, Otto has gone okay against the poorer teams. This is tricky one. Uh, Texas are okay at home, but they're slightly too short. I wouldn't be back in Texas here at minus 166. I took the over here. I'd be interested to see what, Dylan's number is. I've got a feel. I've wrote in brackets. Push. I'm going to bet the over, and this is going to push at eight. Uh, is what's going to happen here. And um, we're going to get three out of Alexander. We're going to get three out of Otto, uh, and then they're not going to be able to get it over the line. And I'll get my money back. Uh, what line did you have on this, Dylan? 
Yeah, I actually, I'm going under. I made my line 7.7. It's the gift okay. that keeps on giving. You just give me the under. Tigers unders have been a money machine all year. 43, 74, and 8 toward the under this year. They've all they've gone under this number in five straight games. The Rangers, for the most part of the season, aren't an under team, but in their last 10 games, 3, 6, and 1 toward the under. Glenn Otto, he's been really good at home the past two games, and both of those games finished 2-1, low-scoring games. So I think we see another low-scoring game here in Texas. Give me the under eight. Yeah, I, I see your point about Detroit. I thought the the bats woke up last night, but they didn't really. They woke up for one inning is what they did. Yeah. They didn't uh, They didn't hit a load of runs over the course of a game. They woke up for about 15 minutes and then were back to sleep again, which is what I often do um, in an afternoon. Uh, Noah, what, do you, uh, what chance do you give your Tigers tomorrow? Honestly, not a, I'd say above fifty percent. I don't. I don't think Ooh. they should be this big of a dog. I'm seeing plus one forty right now. I think that's a little bit uh, too valuable on on this Tigers team. And Alexander, you look at his resume. Now, I'm not like the highest on Alexander personally. I think he's better as a long reliever. That's where he was in the middle of the season. Um, but you look at his last few starts. Angels, sure. I mean. It's not a very good lineup, but they have lots of talent. Then you got the White Sox, Guardians, Twins, Blue Jays, Twins again, Guardians again. That is somewhat of a gauntlet. Those are like better than average teams all in a row. No cookie cutter. And he's gone all right. Like you mentioned, Malcolm, three, two earned runs every game, just a handful of strikeouts. This is his first kind of below average lineup that he's faced in over a month. I like his chances. So I think the Tigers do have a fighting chance. I must admit, I was trying to find a way to get the Tigers involved in this handicap. I, I hadn't ruled them out. And um, yeah, that's what I ended up leaning. I wasn't brave enough. I wasn't brave as you. And that's why I, I ended up leaning towards the over in this one. But yeah, I, don't, I haven't ruled the Tigers out at all, no other. Um, 8 10 Eastern first pitch is the Baltimore Orioles at the Houston Astros. Uh, Kyle Bradish goes for Baltimore. And Houston are officially TBD. I've got Lance McCullers Jr. Uh, going possibly. Uh, no lines, unfortunately, for this one in the absence of an official Houston pitcher. Uh, Dylan, have you got McCullers? And uh, what do you make of this if you did? Yeah, no, I, I didn't have Lance McCullers. I didn't see him. Oh. But you you got to imagine the Astros going to be open up as a big favorite here, at least two to one maybe. I know Orioles are good, but... They don't play that good on the road. On the road, they're only 28 and 35. They're more of a home team. So the, the Astros is just a different breed. So I, if Lance McCullers Jr. does go, I, I would go with Houston here. Maybe probably on the run line. Uh, Noah? You know, I, I'd be looking to see what that plus one and a half price is on the Orioles. When they do lose games, they lose them pretty close. Uh, this team has been grinding their asses off over the last month and a half. So... Um, not really gutsy enough to fade the Orioles right now, honestly. Um, I have a lot, and it's killed me a lot. So <laughs> um, with with uh, anybody other than McCullers, I, I think I'd take it with in a heartbeat. Um, with McCullers on the mound, I'd probably look into it a little bit more. Yeah, interested to see. I haven't got any players on this. Obviously, we've got no lines and we've got no McCullers. Uh, but I'm interested in watching uh, Bradish. He's, he's someone who I think there's better days ahead for. He's one of these pitchers, and off the top of my head now, I can't think of any more, but I had a little list earlier on of rookies who came up earlier in the season, um, got hit, 
And then they go away for a little bit and they come up a second time and you can get some good run out of them in the second half of the season, whether or not it's just the um, the innings under the belt that they're getting triple A. Maybe Nick Lodolo might be another example of one. Detmers. Um, Detmers is a great, absolutely great example of one, yeah. Um, Singer, and there's, there's definitely three or four more kicking around. So I think Bradish, he did, he had a rough, um, rough start to his major league career. But it's gone okay recently. I mean, it's, it's three earned runs in each of his last three starts and he's only been going five and two thirds, five and one third, four and two. So, I mean, it's steady. It's absolutely steady. It's consistent. It's steady. So, the run line might be a possibility with uh, with Baltimore, but yeah, nothing else. I'm just uh, looking forward to watching Bradish and see how he goes. 8 Eastern first pitch, the San Diego Padres at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, San Diego is now a TBD pitcher. I had a pitcher earlier. I've got Joe Musgrove going uh, for San Diego. And uh, left-handed pitcher Chris Bubich goes for the Kansas City Royals. Um, I'm singing lines as well, so I reckon Musgrove must be confirmed. Uh, San Diego, a minus 177. KC, plus 149. Total is set at eight. Uh, Noah, Musgrove against the feisty Kansas City Royals. Yeah, I have Musgrove here too. Everywhere I look besides that official MLB page has Musgrove going, and I think that was good enough for the books to put out lines. Uh, both these teams had Thursday off. Uh, Musgrove is 8-6, and 291 ERA, 136 strikeouts, 28 walks, and 139 innings pitched this year. He has a 308 road ERA, 243 ERA in his last three games. Kansas City's Chris Bubich. He started off the year very, very rough. He's 2-8, 529 ERA, 80 strikeouts, 48 walks, and 95.1 innings pitched. But in his last three home games, he's a 239 ERA against pretty good competition, too. The Royals are sort of my spirit animals when I dog them up, but today I'm taking a totally different angle. I'm betting the under in this game, guys. Interesting. What's the total? So the total on that is eight. Uh, Dylan's the uh, man with the numbers. What does the Rockford line say about the total? Yeah, I made my point, uh, my total 8.2. I see eight and a halfs out there, so I, I do like the underplay. I know they've dropped out of our top 10 power rankings, but you got to think this Padres team turns it around, especially I do have Musgrove going on on uh, this game. So give me the Padres minus one and a half. Can you believe the Royals have a better overall team batting average than the Padres with this lineup? So <laughs> they're that, feisty, man. <laughs> they are, but that that's insane. That's insane. I know. So I, I don't think you could get behind Bubich right now. The last few games he's been off, and I just trust the bats of the Padres to get it going. If they don't, they're they're going to be on my shit list like the Rays. So it's the last chance. Uh, Padres minus one and a half. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Um, I think the Padres have already made my shit list. They're on there with the LA Angels. So I've taken the Kansas City Royals here. Wow. Um, Every time when I wake up in the morning and I scroll through all the scores and the little the little MLB highlights and you scroll through and you see the same things every night. Bobby Witt, uh, two, two RBI it. double. Uh, MJ Melendez, um, two RBI single. And it's just, this, yeah, it's the same players and they're just chipping away and um, they're slowly putting together a, a respectable season uh, or a respectable run at least. And I just don't, know what the Padres are up to. Like, it's it's ugly. It's really ugly. Um, so, um, with that in mind, uh, Kansas City are okay at home as well. Mm-hmm. The servers was um, 
San Diego slightly over 500 on the road, but that doesn't justify a price of minus 177. Uh, so at the value, I mean, I've actually took Kansas City a couple of times last week, uh, plus 1.5. So that's a possible play at minus 170, uh, minus 117. But why not go the whole hog? Go Honestly, the Royals have all these young kids in this lineup. They're not really even trying to win. They just have Salvador Perez. They traded away with Merrifield. They traded away Carlos Santana. And they're still above the Detroit Tigers in the AL Central standings. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Let's take them again tomorrow. 8-10, Eastern first pitch. San Francisco Giants and the Minnesota Twins. Alex Wood, left-handed pitcher for San Fran. And Joe Ryan will go for Minnesota. Uh, we have lines of no lines. Why have we got no lines on this? I've seen I've had these two pictures out all day. Um, either of you boys got any lines on this one? No, no, I don't see anything. Okay. What game is this one again? Minnesota and yeah. So yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures the whole day. Alex Wood and Joe Ryan, right? Okay, then. Uh, I'll give you a handicap. And uh, Dylan makes his own lines. So we've, I'll tell you what, Dylan, yeah. what, what lines did you uh, give us? Yeah, so for this game, I have the Twins minus 145, minus one and a half, plus 140. Giants minus one, uh, plus 145, plus one and a half is minus 140. Totals at 8.2. So 8.2. So we'd be taking an eight. I say I got the under here. Um, Alex Wood, eight and 10, 454 ERA, 123 innings, 122 strikeouts. Joe Ryan, nine and six, 386 ERA. 107 and one third and 105 strikeouts. Um, two of Alex Wood's last four have been absolutely brutal. Um, and that skewed his stats a little bit because he gave up seven at Colorado, which you can forgive. And you gave, he gave up six at the LA Dodgers. If there's two places you can give, forgive a pitcher, um, one's in Colorado. The other one is going into Dodgers stadium. So yeah, it skewed his um, stats and skewed my fantasy team too. <laughs> Mate, your fantasy team's been skewed since the middle of April. I wouldn't worry about it. Um, he's, he's actually, uh, Alex Wood, had held teams of a similar kind of power to Minnesota uh, throughout the season. So I expect him to go better tomorrow. Um, I'm happy to put a line through those two bad starts. Um, Joe Ryan's last five ERA is 684, but he's got that 10-run start in it against the Padres, which is now the fifth bottom. It's starting, he needs that start to drop off his list. And then his numbers will look great. So every week it's been, it gets one lower down, and now it's on the bottom rung. Uh, so the next time we handicap Joe Ryan, that'll be consigned to history. Um, he has got a 500-earned run start in there against the LA Dodgers. So if we're putting a line through Alex Woods, we can put a line through Joe Ryan's as well. Um, I like... Would Ryan's been going okay? I think he's earned me trust. I was going to go on the under, but I didn't know the lines. So Dylan giving us an 8.2. Uh, if it's eight and a half, I'll take the under. If it's an eight, it might be a no bet. So we'll have to see where that line comes out. And I can't give you any more info on that one. Um, Dylan, did you have a lean on this one? Uh, lean twins. I think they just, they're dying of a win right now. Uh, they've lost five in a row. I do like Joe Ryan just a little better than Alex Wood. And I don't trust the Giants on the road. They're not a really good road team. They're only 26, 33 on the road. So lean twins. And I do like the under is the better play at under eight and a half. Yeah. I don't, I couldn't back either of these teams at the minute. They're, they're not on my shit list, but they're just, not trustworthy. They're not, they weren't worthy of uh, of me putting any money on them. Noah, what did you uh, get to? 
yeah, these two guys, uh, they were king of splits, honestly. So Alex would, before that, Dodgers start on the road and before the Rockies start on the road. He had a great roadie array, and Joe Ryan has a full point under his regular ERA at at home with a 399, I believe it was. I got to double check that. 299, not 399, 299. So, again, both of these guys pitch better in this environment that they're going to be at. So give me that under. Okay. 810 Easton, first pitch. The Arizona Diamondbacks at the Chicago White Sox. Uh, another one of your guys here, Noah, Tommy Henry, goes for Arizona and Johnny Cueto, I believe he was player of the week or player of the month, player yeah, of the week. Let's go he's for been yeah. Very well. Yeah, goes for Chicago. Um, the lines are, oh, the, there they are. Arizona plus one fifty-two. Chicago White Sox minus one eighty-one. Total here set at eight and a half. And uh, Tommy Henry, you, you said last week, Noah, that he's got. Uh, good days ahead for him. Um, but I'll tell you what, we'll let Dylan uh, lead us off with this one. Yeah, so I did take the White Sox earlier in the day when the line dropped. I got it at a minus 145, but that's the furthest I'd go with them. Uh, if I'm able to get a plus 160 or better on the Snakes, I think there's value there. But for this show, maybe you want to include the White Sox in your money line parlay. I like our boy Henry. I, I just think the White Sox are playing a little better baseball right now. They're fighting for the division. And Johnny Quantos, he's been lights out at home. His last few games, he's given up one run, two runs, four, and then zero. So now against the D-backs who struggle on the road, I think this could be a good spot for them. So give me the White Sox here. Yeah, I had the White Sox on the run line just behind Quato, But I did want to know what Noah was going to tell us about how Tommy Henry's going to go tomorrow because he absolutely nailed it last week. Yeah, I he nailed it. I was completely You wrong. nailed it. No. Oh, were you going to the I wrong was, way around? Yeah, no, I thought he was going to get I thought he was going to get rocked by the car. Uh Dylan Dylan had faith in Henry last week. Honestly, uh St. Louis, they've the number 1 OPS against left-handed pitching. Um this White Sox team has in number 6 in the MLB. OPS against left-handed pitching. He Henry in his last start against the best left-handed hitting team. He went 5.1, gave up six hits, only one earned. That one earned was on a solo bomb by I, I forget who it was. It might have been Goldie because uh, of course he's hit two today for Moonoff. But uh, he had seven strikeouts against the best team hitting against lefties in the MLB this year. That's almost bad matchup proof in my opinion. We always say. Like the easy cop out with this White Sox lineup is that they just hit lefties very well. I mean, this guy pitched right through a bad matchup last week. I'm not going to doubt him anymore. Um, and watch me say this, and this is his blow up start. He's a young kid. He has not had a bad start yet. So I'm going to keep riding him. Oh, that's fair enough. Um, I'm going to stick with my play um, only because I think. Cueto and the White Sox in general and hold Arizona maybe to one or two runs. So Henry could still go okay. Um, but over the course of the game, the White Sox could still get to four or five maybe. Um, so I wouldn't, I'm not going to be distracted from, uh, from my instinct, which was the Chicago White Sox Can on I the run line. Uh, go on then, hit me what you got. First five under. First five under. Um, I've got to stop pointing at people. I've started pointing at people tonight. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm, uh, you're fired. I'm like that bloke. Um, do you have that like, program? Like, that's a, uh, yeah, that's what, very... what was it? Uh, the Apprentice for Trump. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. You're fired. Yeah, <laughs> Noah, 
You're fired. Uh, I need a big sponge finger. Um, eight tennis in first pitch. A sponge finger. Yeah, one of those, you know, those. Foam finger, right? Foam fingers. Yeah. Yeah. A sponge foam finger. finger. Oh, a sponge not foam, finger. is it? Oh, it's foam. It is foam. Foam is what you get on the sponge. top of your cappuccino. That's foam. Oh, a sponge is what you use to wash a sink. <laughs> yeah, what's it made of? The same thing, you buffoon. It's made out of food. You see, you just walked into my trap there. You, I, I just walked into the explanation of what a foam finger is. <laughs> a sponge isn't made of foam. What's a sponge made of? It's a sponge. I don't know what it's made yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. What's the finger made of? The foam. same thing. <laughs> foam. This episode's gone way oh, off. God, quick before oh, Muda. Well, we only made it 44 minutes instead of an hour and six, whatever it was last time. Muda will be wagging. Hilarious. Muda will be wagging his sponge finger at us uh, in the chat if we don't get on with it. There's a couple of people in the chat right now, maybe. <laughs> if you've just joined, <laughs> uh, we are talking about baseball. Um, 8 10 Eastern first pitch. The Chicago Cubs in the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Justin Steele, I've got his name right, three weeks running now. Uh, Left-handed pitcher will go for the Cubs. Freddie Peralta for the Brewers. And the Lions are Chicago Cubs plus 141. Milwaukee minus 169. Totally a set at seven and a half. Uh, Noah, um, Cubs at the Brewers. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers just ran the Milwaukee Brewers out of the city. <laughs> they retreat to Milwaukee here, where the Cubs, they just beat Milwaukee in a series last week, and they just split a four-game series against the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals. The Cubbies, they're in great form right now, whereas the Braves, like a, I, I think they're in a little bit of a – or Braves, Brewers. I think they're in a little bit of a slump here. Uh, Freddie Peralta for Milwaukee is 4-3, 4.08 ERA, 6-5 strikeouts, 22 walks, and 57.1 innings pitched. He's a 2.95 ERA in his last three starts against the Cubs, the Dodgers, and the Rays. His last start was against the Chicago Cubs team. Six innings pitched, two runs, four hits, five strikeouts, three walks. And for Chicago, it's Malcolm's guy. He he just wants to keep giving him a new name, whether it's Justin or Jason <laughs> or Jack or Luke, whatever. Yeah. Luke, what is his name? He, he called him Luke. It's Justin. It's Justin, Justin Steele is your dude. The most American name. He, he is him. He is him. He has a 138 ERA in his last nine starts. Wow. He's four and seven, though. 325 ERA, 120 strikeouts, 46 walks, 113.2 innings pitched. If you have the guts, this is a good Cubs money line play, but I don't. Um, give wow. me the under, guys. Wow. He's talked it up, Dylan, and he's wow. jumped off at the last minute. That's, he's jumped up. Benedict Arnold there. I learned from the best. That was he's, awful. He's jumped ship at the last minute. So you got the Cubs then, Dylan? Oh, absolutely. I was going to be like two for two. Give me the dog here, Malcolm. <laughs> I was able to get the Cubs at a plus 150, plus 135. I still like them. Malcolm, I'll give you credit. You were the first one to call out the Brewers for what they really are, in my opinion. Fraudulent. He was so. the first one to call Justin Steele Luke Steele, too. <laughs> yeah, that, and, and Jason there. and Bob and Terry and John and <laughs> Phil. Uh, yeah, um, well, I've obviously yeah, got the Cubs as well. Um, Let's go. It's a combination you know of... What, I'm uh, going, you got to change. Yeah, come on. Team on. Yeah, come on. I gave the analysis. Why not? I'm going drink the Kool-Aid, Noah. Drink the yeah. Kool-Aid. Come okay. and join us. I got um, Yeah, it's that combination of the Brewers, uh, who I am out on. 
Um, not as far out as I was, actually. Um, I think I was a bit harsh on him, but yeah. Um, now Dylan's the one who's panning them. Um, and my guy, Justin Steele, who's been absolutely brilliant. He's been really good uh, since he came onto uh, our radar um, and we started talking about him a lot um, about a month ago. We're now talking about him for the right reasons, uh, not just the fact we can't remember his name. So yeah, I'll give me the Cubs here. Um, they've had a, a weird series against the Cards. Um, Johnny Junter was arguing with me on Twitter this afternoon. It's that great, was like, funny. Yeah, I think he was right as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out. Can I say my analysis though? Oh, go, go on then. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. It's uh, <laughs> the Cubs are just on fire right now. They won four of the last five meetings between the two. The Brewers. This is honestly one of the main reasons I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not backing them. They're 25th in the league against lefties. Justin Steele, like you guys have said, he's been on fire in his last seven, eight starts. But he's faced the Brewers four times. He's only given up six runs in 25 innings. They're hitting 194 off of him. I think this is a great spot for him. So, yeah. D Rock had done his homework. I think he wanted to show it off. Fair enough. Just a little. Uh, my bad. <laughs> that's all right, mate. Uh, okay. Three more games left to handicap. Uh, I'm going to tell you about Sleeper and their overall under game. Um, Draft season well and truly underway. We need to catch up on uh, how Dylan's home draft went the other day. But we'll do that offline. Uh, so Milof doesn't shout at us. Uh, I assume Dylan did that on Sleeper, uh, along with the 4 million other users. Uh, great app, but they have added this overall under game to it, uh, which is the first sports contest game built into your fantasy experience. Uh, you can take your player, take your prop, and then select your own stake and win from two to 20 times that stake by being right. Chat box is really good fun as well. Uh, our listener group, you can join at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match that first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com slash SGP for a $100 match on your first deposit. Trade Coffee uh, connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee that you've ever had. Uh, Expert tasted coffee, 450 different types on hand, ready to be dispatched to you as whole beans or ground, however you like it. Uh, The thing to do here is to take the quiz, uh, which is at drinktrade dot com slash sgp um new subscribers will get a total of 30 dollars off the first order uh, taking that quiz you'll be matched by a coffee expert uh, with the perfect coffee for you uh, trade will uh, give you a money back guarantee as well uh, or they, they'll replace that coffee if you don't like it so the quiz at drinktrade.com slash sgp trade will find you a coffee that you love drinktrade.com slash sgp for $30 off. Okay, three more games here. Uh, 8.15 is possibly the game of the day. The Atlanta Braves at the St. Louis Cardinals, where Spencer Strider goes for the Braves and the lefty Jose Quintana goes for the St. Louis Cardinals. Atlanta are minus 136. St. Louis are plus 115. Total is set at 7.5. Uh, Strider is 7-4. and four. On the season, he has a 295 ERA. He's pitched 102 thirds with 151 strikeouts. Quintana is four and five, 345 ERA, 122 and two thirds with 105 Ks. Strider's been great, uh, absolute revelation this season. Three and one this season, uh, three and one in his last five. Sorry, 273 ERA. He had one blip in there against the Mets. Um, but the rest of his recent makeup, he's got four one-earned run efforts in that. 
Um, so you can, I can forgive him that start against the Mets. It was a big divisional clash. Uh, Quintana's going along great as well, 249 in his last five. Did it a bit of a bump uh, in his last start. He faced um, Arizona um, in that game. He gave up two earned runs in, on seven hits. Um, over two and two thirds. So I'm not entirely sure what happened there. Sometimes you just don't have it. It looked like one of those days for Quintana, but he has been good against uh, before that. Although it has been against slightly weaker opposition, I don't know. Um, the St. Louis Bats have been inconsistent. We just talked about that Cubs series where they scored not uh, none, then thirteen, uh, then two, and then I think they put up it was about seven or something at the last count we did. So St. Louis Bats inconsistent, but. I think Atlantic can flex their muscles here. I think they're a better team. I like Strider more than Quintana. Uh, the price is okay. Minus 136, I don't mind. Um, Atlanta are pushing the Mets hard, and I think they can win this game tomorrow, Dylan. Yeah, I couldn't come down on a side. I did only make the Braves a minus 125 favorite, so still some money to be on uh, the Cardinals for me to take them. So I'm going to attack the total. Uh, I got the I got a seven, and I took that over. The number's just a, too, a little too low for me. I made my line 7.9, so even at a seven and a half here, I still like it over. Both teams, they've been in some high-scoring games this past week. Three of their last five games for both teams have gone over this number. Both teams have been crushing the ball, and Strider does give up a few more runs on the road than at home. As for Quintana, he's been really solid for the Cardinals in his four games with them, but he did face the Braves back in June, and he got roughed up a bit, giving up four runs on six hits. So I think both pitchers can give up a few runs here. The Cardinals are usually an over team at home. So give me the over seven and a half, seven, whatever you could get. So we've got one for Atlanta, one for the over. Noah, what have you got? All right. So we're going to get out our pens and paper here, and we're going to start checking some boxes. All right, so Strider Quintana. I'm I'm checking at Strider for starting pitching matchup. I mean, this is an amazing series that we're gonna have going this weekend. I feel like you got to do this for every game, but this one especially is just a big example of why I'm doing it. Yeah. So Strider, check the box for the starting pitcher. Then you got for the offenses, uh, Quintana starting against the Braves. Braves against left-handed pitching, 790 OPS. And you got Strider starting against the Cardinals. The Cardinals against right-handed pitching, 744 OPS. Then you go to their bullpens. Atlanta, fifth-ranked bullpen, 321. St. Louis, they have a 373 ERA. All four of those main compartments of a baseball team, you got to check them all off for Atlanta in this specific matchup for this game. So I'm taking Atlanta, Moneyline, you know what, spread might even be a good shot too because Quintana has gotten roughed up by this Braves lineup already once this year. And I like the over as well. If Dylan shakes his head anymore, it's going to drop off. Dylan, what's the matter with you? I'm just so disappointed that my two players <laughs> would, would root against my, my Mets and have the, the lead cut down even further. So I hope just they get win games. I, ho- I, I, I hope they get swept. Oh, God. I hope they get Me, swept. me and Nora... We're very professional young men here, and we are doing our best for the listeners. We don't care about young your men. silly. We got the oldest and the youngest guy here. How's All that? Right, mate. You couldn't let that slide, could you? You couldn't just let no. it go. No, no I couldn't. You had to say so. You couldn't just 
Give throw me a bone. Do you know what I mean? Malcolm, <laughs> Malcolm, it's I, I gotta, I gotta keep us honest, guys. You, you couldn't let me think I was in with the guys for a minute. That I was one of the boys. You were in with the guys. I said Flo Rider about 45 minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, You're what else? Cool you got a son named Bob. He's sick. <laughs> I have never been as angry I, in my life. I got to share some chocolate with Bob. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you'd be. You'd have a friend for life, mate. Any fried chicken yeah. tonight? No oh. fried chicken tonight, no. Um, but yeah, I can hear yeah, there's things going on, but I can't smell anything. So um, I'll, g- I'll give you any updates if uh, any of must come wafting Your through late night here. <laughs> 9.40. She has brought me, and this is American enough. Do you know what that is? I know this is great for the listeners. It's hey. a blue Jolly Rancher. There you go. Those yeah, are you've amazing. Always, you've always got a pile of uh, like American junk next to you. Know? I, think you want oh, I actually, there, so. I like the European candies. I already told you, I like these German Oh, candies. yeah, you've got yeah, those weird box of Austrian yeah. stuff that you had or whatever. <laughs> German. German. <laughs> what is going on? Right, come on, clock's ticking. 9.40 <laughs> Eastern first pitch. The New York Yankees and the Oakland Athletics. And New York are TBD here. Um, I have nothing for them. I don't know if you boys have seen anything. Oh, no, I haven't. I've seen Garrett Cole, but only quite recently. Um yeah, that's who I saw. And How is he for, TBD? You should know when that guy's on the map. Yeah, he's, yeah. I was going to say I didn't uh, get that, and that was that was quite recently as well. Um, JP Sears, left-handed pitcher, is going to go for Oakland. We have no um, lines on this whatsoever. I'll chuck this across to you, Noah, because you could probably tell us a little bit about JP Sears. We've chatted about him a couple of times, um, yeah. and then any leans on this game? Although it's it's hard without the pitcher for the Yankees. Um, well, since you uh, put me on the spot here a little bit, I'm going to pull up what Sears has got on me. Um, in the year 2022, he's kind of been all over the place. AAA, a couple of teams uh, got traded from the Yankees to Oakland. And since he's been with Oakland, he's got a 2-0 record. He's got a 176 ERA, 15.1 innings pitched, eight strikeouts, only four walks. He, he has a good enough uh, record, you know, for me to argue that this is a revenge game. We just saw it with Cal Quantrill yesterday, absolutely dealt against his farm team in the Padres. If I that's not you. a revenge spot, Malcolm, I don't know what is. I told you. Shut up, Dylan. Because I told you. Yeah, look, he's so happy. Look at his little face. Uh, Dylan, what have you got on this Yankees athletics game? Oh, man, I just hope the Yankees lose. I don't... I, I don't <laughs> oh, man, I don't care if it's Cole or not. I'll, I'll take Sears. I'll, I'll take Noah's handicap and take Sears. I, revenge spot. I don't, there, Cole, if Cole does go, he'll probably be an, over a $2 favorite, which yeah, he shouldn't be at this point. So you're going to get tremendous odds on the A's. A's are five and five in their last ten. Yankees four and six. They might be playing better ball at, at the dump. Give me the A's too. At the dump. <laughs> yeah, the game that's uh, actually a Thursday's game. I took Oakland first five because he had that little habit of uh, getting in front of New York and then blowing it right at the death recently. So I think at least one of those games, uh, one of these games, that's going to happen. So. Um, Obviously, it remains to be seen what happens in the Thursday game. But, yeah, why not? Give me Oakland in the first five here. Yeah. No, I remember pizza, the series prior. I remember the series prior to the All-Star game 
Oakland actually put up a heck of a fight against them in it was like late June or whatever. They were winning one of those games in the ninth inning and their bullpen blew it. Then they lost another one like two to one. And then uh, I don't I don't know what the other one it was. It might have been like five three. But I know the one game they were up by like three and they gave up like six runs in the ninth. This Oakland team has been <laughs> all right against the Yankees. Um you, you, why not? Just entertain it. Throw throw like a half unit, quarter unit on it. Yeah, absolutely. Lane's in the chat. Um, we're twinning on this one. We uh, pretty much gave that play out at the same time. Um, <laughs> athletics, first five. Uh, final game here, 10-10 uh, Eastern first pitch. It's another good one. Um, it's the Cleveland Guardians at the Seattle Mariners. It is Shane Bieber uh, going for Cleveland. And Logan Gilbert will go for Seattle. Cleveland are even money, plus 100. Seattle, slight favourites at minus 120. Totally has set at seven. Um, Noah Cleveland at Seattle. Cleveland, they're four and one in the last five games, eight and one in their last nine away from home. Seattle, they're eight and four in their last 12, and they've hit the over in seven of the last 10 games. For Cleveland starting, you mentioned it, Shane Bieber, eight and seven in record, 317 ERA, 144 strikeouts, 31 walks, and 145 innings pitched. He has a 166 ERA in his last five starts, so he's going very, very well. And now for Seattle, Logan Gilbert will take the mound. 10-5 and five with the ball starting this year. 352 ERA, 131 strikeouts, 41 walks, and 143.1 innings pitched at home. He has a 409 home ERA. Uh, the Guardians, they're rolling right now, and Gilbert has had a little rough patch in his last few games here lately. So I'm willing to take the Cleveland money line here again. Um I apologize to everybody during that Padres series. I was just going with my gut, thought the Padres were a better team, and they just got ran off the field in multiple games that series. So uh, believing in the Guardians now, although I I do have this Mariners team ranked above them too. Uh, We'll see if that bites me in the ass. (laughs) The uh, the Thursday game is in front of our very eyes. Bottom of the eighth, Seattle um, lead three to one. Um, with the bases loaded and Seattle are my... I mentioned that because it's my lock of the day, but uh, don't like to talk about it. Uh, Dylan, Cleveland at Seattle? Does Cleveland have the bases loaded? No. Seattle. Uh, does. Seattle. Screw. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky. Uh, I was going to take the Mariners, but the more I dug into the game, the more I really do like the Guardians. Logan Gilbert, he's my man, but he struggled this last month and at home this season in general. Like Noah said, Shane Bieber's been dealing last three starts on the road, 21 innings. He's only allowed three runs. He's limiting batters. He's not walking them. He's giving the club consistent long innings going seven in in all of those uh, three starts on the road. So I don't like Gilbert's recent form, and the Guardians hit righties pretty well. So I was able to get a plus 105 when the lines opened up with the Guardians, but at a pick em price, I still like it. I, I made the Guardians a minus 120 favorite, so... Uh, give me the Guardians. Um, I'm going to uh, zag where you two boys are zigging here. I've got Seattle. Yeah. Be- yeah. Uh, do you know what? It's a very similar handicap to last night's game. And I just, I like Seattle in this series. Um, we've got similar, not similar pitches because Bieber's better actually. So, um, but we had McKenzie against Gonzalez. So the, maybe the disparity between the two pitches is of a similar level. Um, but I just thought Seattle at home, uh, we're going to have a determination to get over the line here. And they've done pretty well tonight. Cleveland have only put one run so far uh, through eight innings. It looks like uh, Seattle are going to tag on here. So 
Yeah, I just think it's the same bet again. Bit of a different price. Seattle were plus 103 for the Thursday game. A little bit shorter here, minus 120, but good enough for me. Uh, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I'll stick with Seattle. Uh, that, boys and girls, has got us to the end of the 15-game slate. We're going to give our lock and dog picks momentarily. Um, if you ever listen to a baseball podcast and not known what the term joie de vivre means, uh, if you have, then Babbel, the language app, might just very well be the place for you uh, where you can learn a second language um, and you'll know what stuff like that means when it comes to you. Um, it's a really fun, easy way to learn. Um whether you're traveling abroad or connecting with a friend or you might have met a lady and they need to speak her language, not just a language of love like Noah speaks. Uh, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you can use. Loads of fun stuff as well that help you learn. Things like um, games, videos, podcast stories uh, and live classes online. And you get a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. That's B-A-B-B-E-L. Um, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash SGP. Babble.com slash SGP for 60% off your subscription. Babble is language for life. And finally, um, Elias. Um, the start of the NFL season, we repeatedly keep saying is around the corner. Um, the Elias Game Plan app comes from the company uh, who are the official uh, statisticians of the US Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. That's the Elias Sports Bureau. Uh, so the app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head -head team comparisons, um, player news, uh, team records, absolutely everything you need, whether it's to play fantasy or just impress your friends down the pub. Um, the Elias Game Plan app is what you need to download today. New features are coming on all the time as well. Uh, it will take your game to the next level. So download the Elias Game Plan app in the app store or play store today and it is time for our lock and dog picks uh i feel like dylan's been uh dylan florida dylan's been quite um he's been quite a confident young man tonight as florida dylan wow. so so we let uh we let florida dylan lead off i feel like i always lead off so you say oh. confident. Now, All in the right. past, you in the past, he wouldn't have had the confidence to question me. He would have just done it. He's down there in the heat, and he's <laughs> he's, he's chirping back. Lead off, Dylan. All right, All right I'll lead <laughs> off. Give me, give me the Cubs as my dog. I'll start with my dog. Give me the Cubs uh, on the money line as my dog. I just I think for, uh, Malcolm said they're fraudulent. The Brewers. I'm not high on them. I think this is a good spot for Justin Steele. They don't hit lefties really well. And sorry about that. My dogs are going crazy right now. They, they're barking for that. Cubs yeah, pick. it's exactly. the dog. It's the dog. So it's sound drop. That is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. I apologize. And you know what? For my lock, I'll go with something that didn't hit for you, Malcolm. I'm going to go on the over for the Reds and the Nationals game. It screwed you last time, but I made my total 10.2. I'm going to fade Mike Miner, and I'm going to fade the rookie Cade. Uh, so I think both both pitchers are susceptible to give up runs. So this game screams over for me. So I'm going to go over eight and a half here. That's a brave pick back in the, the Reds and the Nationals to get some runs on the board. Um, Lane's put a reference in the uh, chat that I have. No, that must be clearly an American reference. I've got no idea what that means. Uh, but I'm sure... Nil, nil, <laughs> see, I knew you two boys would laugh at it. No idea what he means. Uh, Noah, give us your lock and duck. Uh, for me, we're going with the lock. It's a little bit of a risky one, but I like it. It's under eight and a half. 
in the Los Angeles Angels Toronto Blue Jays game, uh, we mentioned it. Detmers is going to pin down this Blue Jays offense, and the Angels offense can't hit. So I love that little under. Um, and then for my dog, I have a few. I have three. Uh, one that you guys talked me into in the Cubs, so I'm not going to claim that as my own. Uh, then I have a run line and a dog, a natural dog. And I think I'm going to go with the natural dog because it hit for me two days ago. Going back to my Detroit Tigers, plus 140 against the Texas Rangers. Alexander has had a gauntlet that he's had to run through. He at least gets them the money line in the first five. But, um, you know, Glenn Otto, it's time for a little bit of regression for that guy. So we're going with the Tigers on the money line. Okay, you boys have come out with the fun picks tonight. I, I pride myself on being the uh, on, on being the fun pick. Yeah, mate, I've got two, two. Yeah, yeah, the exotic ones. I've got two really boring run lines here. Um, so I'll um, I'll take the safe floor and let you boys have the ceiling uh, for the Friday night games. My lock is for the New York Mets on the run line uh, minus one forty five. Um, Bassett against Freeland. It's just yeah, it's not. Um, big or clever, uh, but it just looks like an absolute mismatch. Um, the Mets should have put the Rockies to the sword on Thursday night, and they can do it again tonight. Bass has just been absolutely great, and Chad Kuehl hasn't. Uh, for my dog, uh, it's going to be another run line. It's uh, Dylan tried to talk me out of this earlier on with his handicap. Um, it's going to be the Chicago White Sox against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, I do think Tommy Henry can go okay. I respect um, what you've told me about that, Noah. But even if he does... Um, he could give up enough runs for the for the White Sox to get this over the line, maybe four, one, five, two, something like that. Uh, so I'll take the Chicago White Sox on the run line. That is at a price of plus one twenty-five. Uh, and there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Noah, more little league tonight. Um, actually, oh, yeah, they're playing Did you right see now. Curacao? Southeast, they Southwest. beat Mexico. They beat Mexico, that's good wow. win. Uh, Hawaii plays the winner of tonight's game. Just um, crown Hawaii. The just ridiculous. <laughs> dude. dude, Hawaii's hit 19 bombs in this Little League World Series tournament. The other 19 teams, as of yesterday, had only had 13 home runs. Yeah, they're it's a wagon. Like it's just crazy, dude. So, I mean, this, this team is great. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe go play a little bit of golf. That's probably what oh. is in my plan. Yeah, nice. Uh, Floor rider, what you up to? <laughs> Jesus, uh, I'm going to actually go jump in the pool with the dogs. They're, they they need to be tamed right now, so going to go do that. Hopefully, DeGrom shuts them out tonight. Biggest favorite in four years. Dude, yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen a, a minus 400 uh, yeah. or bigger. They're bigger than now. I haven't seen north of minus 400 uh, in my time on this uh, on this show, so... Yeah, four years, man. That's a great, great Hopefully number. Hopefully it doesn't bite us in the ass. Hey, check out the restaurant in the St. Pete, Tampa Bay area, Engine Number 9. The owner is Phil Esposito, uh, NHL Hall of Famer's ne- nephew. So oh, it's a good little Phil, Phil Esposito. Huh? Yeah. There you go. Um, and I'm going to go to bed because it's midnight. So uh, thanks for joining no. us. Uh, that was loads of fun. I enjoyed that. Thanks, everybody who's chirped up in the chat room as well. Uh, we always appreciate your company. Um, good luck with your bets. Uh, we'll be back probably tomorrow, I assume, in some form or other. Um, until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers.